Hi, welcome to Gadcast. Uh, sorry about that last uh, house band. Um, they um, murdered the other ones in their sleep. So, um, yeah, um, that was a new one. Um, they, we heard had, that, they heard that Christmas album. Yeah. They're like, fuck this. We gotta kill these guys. Yeah, by the way, check out Season Greetings on Spotify by the Gadcast house band. Debut uh, album. Yeah, it's the most depressingly like scary and terrifying Christmas record you've ever heard. Um, we have a special guest with us tonight. Oh, hey, I'm Adam Harmless. Oh, yeah, he's hey, Adam, Adam Harmless. <laughs> and then there's this other guy here, uh, Andrew Smith. Yes, that would be me. <laughs> All right, then our special guest. Oh, we have a special guest with us tonight. <laughs> His name is Rapid Randy, and he is from... Um, I'm from the band Rapid Randy. <laughs> That's yes. awesome. Where did you think of that name? Um... Good question. Um, so back, back in the old black and white days when uh, you had like AOL.com messages, you know, you had to set up an email account. Okay. Yeah. So my favorite band was Screeching Weasel at the time, and I really liked uh, Danny Vapid. So I was like, I want to have a name that sounds kind of like that. So. Rapid Randy, and I made that into my email address mm -hmm. at hotmail.com. Rapid I used underscore for, Randy. Yep, you know Rapid it. Underscore. I used it for, I still use it. The, but, under, uh, the underscore used to be big. That's how you can tell it's an old email. Because that's <laughs> what people, now everybody just runs the shit together. It used to be like, no, you put the underscore in there for the space. <laughs> I didn't, uh, I didn't always use it really until I uh, started running 1213 and then the band's we would contact through email, so they would come in and be like, oh, Rapid Randy. Mm -hmm. And I'd be like, oh, hey. So that's just how it started. So, yeah, thanks for having me, guys. <laughs> thanks for coming, and uh, um, thanks for playing. I'm excited to be hey, here, Carl. hanging out with you guys again. Thanks for coming back. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> I can't believe somebody came back. Somebody came back. Been looking forward to it. Uh, yeah, we didn't even have to, like, kidnap him or, hmm. like, you know. That you know of. Yeah. <laughs> as far as you yeah. know. Yeah. We did not kidnap him. <laughs> you can't see him blinking. 
like rapidly in Morse code. You can't you can't see. He it. only blinks rapidly. He's rapid Randy. He does everything rapidly. So we heard that you had a show Randy. recently. What? Randy. Yeah. Played that um, punk art fest with you guys. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Or with Tiger Hill aside. Um, yes, that was. Did I pronounce it wrong? Well, no, it was right. I was starting to make noise with potato oh, chips. Okay. Oh, yeah. You can make um, chip noises. People know that. Well, not when they're not when he's saying the name of the band. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're uh, with Tiger, <laughs> crunk, drunk, drunk, That Sorry. that show was one of the most enjoyable experiences I've ever had at at a show. Actually, I would put that in my top three shows I've ever played. And think about it, we only had probably 30, 40 people in yeah. the room. Mm-hmm. But it's the people that were there. Yeah, it, it was, was the people that was there. It was the atmosphere, zero ego. People just wanted to have fun. People were excited about it. You, you had an all ages thing too, so you had some kids, um, which were bringing you know a fresh feel. I don't know. Yeah, what I'm like, to say I that. think I said this in the last episode. It wasn't. It was a bunch of forty year old guys hugging, but it wasn't just forty year old guys hugging. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. yeah, like it's a whole bunch of like kids. There. I mean, we were hugging because we know each other. It was not, a lot not, of forty year old uh, guys and their kids. Yeah, yeah, and it yep. was so cool because like uh, talking to some of the kids who were in high school, they were like, um, "Yeah, we wish more things like this would happen around here." Because we, we got were from Oxford. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah, hopefully we'll make that happen, you know, because it, it's so cool, like, when that is. Because I remember when I was that kid coming to shows for the first time, you know, and, like, talking to the bands and being really excited that they actually cared enough to hang out and talk, you know. Yes. Um, so. well, it's important to have a creative outlet and a, a place for people to just go and be themselves. I mm-hmm. mean, that seems obvious, but kid, a lot of kids, well, a lot of adults don't have that either. Yeah, I mean... Even people our age, or my age, in the 40 range, you know, they feel like outcast right now. There's, you know... uh, I don't get to be harmless very much. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know. When you you are part of punk rock, it's it's a youth movement, Mm -hmm. you know, it's a teenage thing. So when you continue to grow up that way and you stick with those ideals and stuff you're kind of left alone in your age group yep yeah a lot of folks just outgrow it it was a phase yeah and i i like i made the the pledge you know like to myself i was like punk rock till i die like this isn't going to be something that's just a phase you know and um i still plan on that you know um because it's really saved my life you know it's made me happy it's made me who i am today and it i mean i think if i took that part of my personality out i would have a hole that couldn't be filled Um, i have some anger issues um yeah i've said this before but i would have been a i'm sure i would be way more successful but i would have killed myself because i was i was i was destined to be a very bland person that everybody thought was weird anyway and i just didn't Mm -hmm. so no matter what i never fit in so it's not like i adjusted myself to some kind of punk rock whatever you know it's like i wasn't fitting in anyway but i would just kind of sort of half-ass my way through stuff and everybody be like oh you're a great artist but i didn't really have any kind of focus or anything Mm -hmm. like that and i was only a mediocre artist it's the ideas i'm good at ideas that's about it i'm not really but you were intelligent as well i'm smart enough to lie about it 
make people think of. You could have <laughs> went on to, you know, get a real job, yeah. in quotes. And I, I would not have been happy. But you would have been miserable. And I wouldn't, and I wouldn't have even had the... I would have been. I probably wouldn't have thought outside the box enough to know why I was miserable. I'd just be miserable. And, and, and even like at this point in the economy, those quote unquote real jobs, like the quality of life with those, a lot of the people that I see aren't happy. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, they're still having to cohabitate with people that they don't want to. So I'm like, you know, I'm doing what I want to have fun and what I want to do with my life and I'm, I'm lucky that I'm able to do that and also you know work when I can so when you're brought up to think that money is going to lead to happiness and security and a uh, new family and everything and um, so you're like well I'm not happy now but that's what I'm working for is the future and that's when I'm going to be happy is when I'm financially stable mm-hmm. and then when you become financially stable you realize Okay, I've got this, but I'm still not happy because no. you never found true happiness. You know, you you were just looking to be financially stable. You know. Yeah, you reached that goal, but what was the? That wasn't the real. Yeah, goal. you're like, okay, well, I don't have to worry about paying the bills, but you know, I I don't really have any true friends. You know, I've got uh, employees, and a lot of adults don't have true friends. That's yeah. a real problem. Especially, like, my friends, uh, like, when I was working in the plant, um, you know, they were like, oh, yeah, our friends are just who we see at work, and then we go home and play video games online, which, you know, it could be fine, but I could see myself, like, I have to be in a band. I have to be, or at least creating music on my own, and I've realized that I'm really bad at creating music on my own, so I need to be in a band. But, I'm the uh, same exact way. It's like sitting at home... I can come up with some pretty cool ideas, but if I don't have somebody there to go, oh, nice, or, ugh, (laughs) because once I have that response, I can go, okay, well, here's what I do next to this song, you know, and that's what creates a great song is having feedback from your bandmates. That's why a lot of solo uh, musicians that come from a band and then they do a solo record and it blows, it's because they didn't have input from... Yep. Other musicians critiquing the album because they're like, oh, well, this huge musician went solo, so it's going to be great. You're doing great, man. These these covers of Elvis songs are great, man. (laughs) (laughs) Dancing. But um, yeah, like, uh, that's the thing with me is like, I feed off of other people's energy. So, like, if I'm being creative, I'm more creative when I'm creating with others and it's just like playing i don't even like playing video games by myself like it's weird um that like uh i like playing with other people because i get more excited the more excited other people are and um so yeah i just i fucking love being in a band but luckily i've never had to struggle to the point where like a lot of those bands that i see in like you know documentaries and films you know they were like siphoning gas at other people's cars to like yeah. make it to the next show and then they'd like the cover wouldn't come oh. through, so they'd have to figure out how to get to the next show, and they'd have to end up playing some sketchy place like, you know, Denny's or something to like make <laughs> seventy five bucks to get to the next show or make it back home, you know. And, uh, Nothing wrong with that if that's what they truly want to do, but I just I wouldn't want to be in that position where you're like, 
that bad a shape or mm-hmm. <laughs> siphoning gasoline <laughs> out of other people's vehicles. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, um, I've yeah. said this before, and, and like I enjoy playing shows and stuff. I mean, I, I enjoyed it probably more even when I was younger, but I think my the thing that I really enjoy more now is, is um, recording music and just creating stuff. Absolutely. Creating new music. Yeah, I, I love creating. I like playing out, and I'm glad that we have places in Huntsville to play. We need to play in Birmingham more. We need to get more, we need to get more stuff going on in the Jacksonville, Aniston, Oxford area again because that would be fantastic because, again, that's... I'm not dying to go on any kind of tour anytime soon. I'm not saying we're not going to do it, but I'm saying that I should look up and talk towards the microphone instead of looking down at my potato chips. But, uh, <laughs> but what I'm saying is... I you meant on stage. On me. stage, I should look up at the <laughs> yeah. microphone. No, that, that holds true for the stage as well. <laughs> stop looking at your chips while you're on stage. <laughs> but uh, stop watching chips on your phone while you're on stage. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, punch. So... Uh, Adam's munching on some nachos. <laughs> <laughs> if I mean, you haven't heard him already. I'm munching the hell out of some nachos. Anyway, um, if you ever see pictures of us, I'm the fat guy, apparently. So, um, but what I'm going to say is I, I, I like the idea of us having something that's great here. I don't feel like, I don't want to have to, I want to tour. I want to play shows in other places, but mm. I like for us to have opportunities around us to really build and grow stuff. Yeah, I like the community. Yeah. The community thing, and see, that that goes back to me feeding off other energy. And the more relationships you build with people, with mm-hmm. other bands, the tighter the community gets. And I think that that's a fantastic thing. And I think that that's something that we're working towards as a almost like North Alabama community. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe even further south, you know, and maybe even other parts of the tri-state area, but... Um, it's it's really interesting, and uh, I think that the Punk Rock Art Festival was a very very positive experience, and it was a step in the right direction. Definitely. Um, honestly, I wasn't expecting it to be that great, because mm-hmm. uh, like my set fell apart. It was supposed to be a full band backseat Virgin show, and I kind of fell apart, and I was just like, I was not looking forward to it at all, and. Uh, when I got there, man, like, I got on stage. Maybe the first song I was a little nervous, but after that, man, it just, I don't know. The crowd was amazing. You guys were supporting me. There were so many. There was friends I haven't seen in, like, five years that, like, I know they had to get a babysitter to come out. Yeah. And they came out just, you know, not to see my music, but just to support me. Just to be around for it. Yeah. 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 And, man, that meant so much. Um I'm sorry, I wasn't there for you guys. It took <laughs> Let me a while to it's get... Right. Uh, Most people were still asleep or uh, having their morning coffee. Yeah. I was getting ready, and I was like, I'm totally going to make it. And I missed it by, like, what, 30 minutes? Yeah, something like that. We didn't really play a long set either, but, like, uh, I will say that I don't play favorites. I always say that. Um, but your set was my favorite set of the day. And that I means had a, a lot, man. It really does. I had a great time singing along. Like it was the most sing alongable like, you know, experience I've had in a long time. Sweet. Um, so yeah, yeah uh, nice. definitely. Like all the bands were amazing. I was gonna say down. that's all well and good for you, Randy. But his favorite set should have been like you know, 
the Tiger Hell side one. I was just saying. <laughs> well, that was my favorite set that I played in. No, no, because I played in Randy's set too. I played the tambourine. You did. That's right. That's right. I almost played in the Nowhere Square this set too. Yeah, I, you were I, up on the stage. I was doing out. some Walking Dead no, cosplay. You, you yeah. played. You played into the set. You yeah. may have been the happiest person in the room. <laughs> I mean, you were glowing, man. It was, was kind of infectious, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah, Matthew. I was like, I apologized, you know, and like, uh, in a group message. Nothing to apologize about, man. And uh, Matthew was like, "It's okay. We were just ha- f- like happy to see you having fun, and it made us have fun to see you have fun." <laughs> yeah, a lot of bands want people to mosh and hurt each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I just want to see people smiling and yeah, uh, singing along. And well, I've made this. I've made this decision. It's in my my little notebook that I carry around with me. Because I've really been trying to think about what I like and don't like about shows. And I've made this decision that I will, and I've never done it, but now I'm making a point to never ever do it. And I will actively kick anybody in my band who does this. Never, ever, 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 ever. I'm never going to tell the band, tell the, the band, tell the audience to get up and dance. That's horrible. I'm never going to be like, everybody needs to come up here and dance. Hey, y'all in the back. Get up and come over here. Move forward. I did, but only because everybody was about a foot away from the stage. And I saw that they were moving closer as each song progressed. And people were actually having fun. So I was like, why don't you come on up? Lay your ball sack on the... You know, I made a joke. I was like, come so close that you put your ball sack on the stage. I remember that line. But when when people were just like... But when somebody's like, when when you know that the audience... Like you're saying, the audience isn't into it at all. And you're like, come on, guys. Get to the front. Make some noise. If people people are going to dance to our music, it's going to be authentic. It's Mm -hmm. not going to be because I tried to pressure them into it. And first of all, how often does that even work? Yeah, yeah, most people start walking outside so, so for a gonna, cigarette break just because gonna, they're like, this is so awkward. Now, now you're making mm-hmm. it look bad. Well, that you're making people feel awkward because they're like, yeah. well, if I don't dance, he's going to look at me when yeah. you're here. Well, that's the yeah. thing. We've never looked bad because somebody didn't dance at one of our shows because I never asked anybody to dance at one of our shows. Yeah. So right. then when the people do dance, it's like, oh, that was great. Yeah. You know, and when they don't dance, it's like, okay, they were watching us play. Yeah. You know, different people are doing different things there. And, know? I mean... You're supposed to be on stage enjoying the performance. Are you? Is your main interest to get people moshing? That's that's the most important thing to you at a show. No, I don't care. Of I course want them, not. I want them to have fun their way. But that's the way it comes across when somebody's out there. They're yeah. like, they're basically screaming. I'm not having fun because you guys aren't right. having as much fun as I want to see out there. Yeah, yeah. it's almost it's like authoritative. Like yeah, I'm, I'm not getting that feedback that I want from you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You guys aren't doing your part. And I'm not having a good time. Yeah. yeah. So you guys better have a good time. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. sometimes you do just have an audience that's not into dancing stuff. And they, that could still be a good audience. That mm-hmm. doesn't even mean it's a bad audience. There may be one person in that audience yeah. that's going to come up to you afterwards and be like, hey, I run the club up down the street, yeah. and or hey, I run this record label. Mm-hmm. You guys were amazing, yeah. dude. I want to sign you. I was sitting in the back of the uh, bar the whole time. Yeah. But if you were sitting there going like, what's wrong with you guys, man? Y'all not having a good night? <laughs> yeah. Like that guy in the back with the record label may be like, yeah, what a mm, they, yeah. they're just not quite there yet. Yeah. I think I'm going to skip talking to them after the yeah. show now. Yeah, it might give you like a loose cannon. Well, again, I'd rather not draw attention to people not it being in, 
Yeah, you're bringing attention, attention to it too. Yeah. You're saying like, yeah. uh, we're not good enough to get these kids moving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna have to tell them to. To do, and then that's not gonna work. It's gonna backfire. Mm-hmm. Like I am guilty. I have done this before. Like when we're about to like pick up a song. I don't think I've done it with Tiger Hellside. I might have do the like uh, finger motion. That's like. Oh, I hate it. And I've <laughs> done it. You would do it in a comedic way. Yeah, yeah. But I don't remember if I've done it with the band. And I think, mm. I don't think I have. I don't think I, I can't have. see you actually doing that and being serious about no. it. No. If I'm doing that, it means I'm jumping off the stage and I want people to dance with yeah. me. But um, I haven't done that with our band. And now I know Noted. <laughs> not to do that because Adam will kick me and it was funny because I really couldn't say kick out of the band but no it's just a physical kick no, I, won't, no, <laughs> I would see you with a big grin ear to ear doing the, yeah, 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 doing yeah. the hand thing it's about to be a breakdown <laughs> you know, instead like, of looking pissed off and doing oh show. yeah no 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 but there no, would, would be no it way it is true I would not kick you out of the band I would kick you physically kick me kick, and the audience would love it I would love it too saying, so. yeah. Dude, that karate dance and shit I hate that more than anything. Yeah. Oh, like the hardcore, the picking up pennies, yeah. like hardcore dancing? Yeah, that was really popular when I was a younger. Yeah, I got really big. Human. That was huge out here. Yeah. Yeah, Gadsden was all about picking up pennies. It was huge everywhere, and it's still huge at hardcore shows, man. It's like beat the fuck out of each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, and do like MMA moves okay. in the yeah. middle of the pit. Stuff yeah. yeah, but it feels oh, kind of yeah. like, the problem is it still feels, it feels so phony. It's like, Imagine hurting yourself doing something phony. Yeah. That's what it feels like to me because it looks like, like you're doing what you think you're supposed to be doing and then you end up, you're hurting people at the same time. It's like It may seem cool right now, but yeah. 30 years from now, what if you like knock some kid out and he had brain damage mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you have to live with that when you're 80 years old and you go like, oh, I was an idiot. Yeah. Look at me. That karate move kid <laughs> looks so stupid. I yeah. thought it was so cool and I fucked somebody's life up. Yeah. I mean, you know, I haven't really heard a lot of stories of people getting mm-hmm. super hurt. Like no. Because most people run for the hills when people start doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a very dumb thing. And I remember it happening because the circle would widen in Gadsden and all of a sudden it's like, cool, we get to watch like the worst kung fu film. Like, that's untrained people fighting invisible enemies and then running into people and hurting them and like... Um, being a ska kid, you know, we had the skank pits, yeah. which are like just, you know, that, that you know, so we, I would be making fun of them, but then I'd be like, you know, skanking over there, like the dude from Monty Maya Boston's or whatever, you know. Um, but yeah, like those things, like you, you every once in a while you'd catch like a, a finger and elbow, but that was about it, you know, like, um, and push pits don't really bother me. Pogoing, I think, is amazing. I just love pogoing. But I like jumping up and down. pretty cool. Especially when you're on stage looking at people pogoing. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, I just love... And the feeling, like, especially if you're wearing, like, boots, man, and just hopping up and down, it just feels natural, man. I just want some springs on the bottom of my feet. I remember I used to pogo so high at uh, nicotine's shows. Because all these people would just be like, what the hell? Because they didn't expect me because I'd stand there completely still. And all of a sudden, the song started, I'd be like, ha! Ah! I hopped higher than everybody else, too. Yeah, pogoing is a good way to not really hurt anybody, except for, like, sometimes you'll come down on a toe. Yeah, like. well. <laughs> toe should have been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so speaking of Gadcast and Gadsden, which is the city we're in, that the zine is based on, mm-hmm. uh, the guys... Uh, from the round table here, or the square table, took me to 
Cosmic Debris to see my old friend Carl Lackey. Um, he has introduced me to a lot of my favorite bands over the last, I guess, 20 years. Uh, his record stores all over Aniston, where I live, and uh, now here in Gadsden. Um, it's great to have him back. It was great seeing him today. Mm-hmm. Good spirits and everything. Good yeah. guy. He says he wants to be on the podcast sometime, so I think we should. He, he, he would talks. be interesting. Yeah, he's a, he's he would, a talker, so get him on there. Yeah, he was stoked when I told him that uh, you guys were coming because he was just like, "Tell Adam to quit taking photos of himself and show up here," <laughs> and like. Um, uh, I was like, well, he and uh, uh, Rapid Randy are on their way. And he's like, what? Uh, awesome. Yeah. You know? And I was like, yeah, I'm going to get Andy up here, too. And he's like, great, get everybody up here. Yeah. You know, So oh, it's great to see him, man. It really yeah. was. Um, he, he's on a Tiger Hill side song. Too. I always find a way to link everything to my band. Yeah, but we, he plays on In Your Veins. We're going to have to bring He the, plays an instrument? Yeah. Carl Lackey? He plays guitar on In Your Veins. Huh. Yeah. Adam and the dude from X. Um, no, he's not on that one, though. Oh, he's not on that oh. one. No. Um, uh, who recorded that one? Ed Brusa. Ed Brusa. Yeah. So it's me, Ed Brusa, and Carl Lackey. Okay. Huh. Carl yeah. Lackey's on in your veins. And we're, we're uh, we already forgot the guitar part, so I told him we're gonna bring it up there so he can show us what <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, he'll have to show him how to play it. And he's like, "Well, I'll have to listen to it, but I'll, I'll figure it out." Yeah. Um, because like we, yeah, we've been wanting to play it live. All I time. haven't seen him in like ten years, and I've done a lot of growing up in ten years, and just. I don't know. I see him in a different light than I saw him then. Yeah. And uh, I see him as a really just genuine good person. Yeah, he's a very interesting good person. He'll do anything to help you out. Oh, yeah. He will. He's he's offered to help me out multiple times when I've had problems and stuff. So I mean, he would have such random things in a store back in the day. Slip disc was the store. And uh, me and my uh, younger brother, Ryan, we would just come in and look around um it wasn't like other record stores where you had the top 20 and maybe a few punk rock uh albums he just had some really obscure things like like i said i got the first mcracken's record i ever had which uh was live in madrid yeah and i (laughs) i bought it only because i looked on the back cover and it was guys dressed up in egg costumes Mm -hmm. I was like, I had no idea they were pop punk, which is was my favorite kind of music at the time. Got it. And he had always had the CD player lined up where you can listen to the CDs before you bought them. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Carl Lackey. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Like, um, and uh, the first two CDs like of the bands that he ever, because I walked in, and I was just like, I had no idea. I, uh, Cosmic Debris. Uh, I just moved to Jacksonville, and like one of my friends was like, "There's a record store down here." I was like, "I'd never heard of a record store being local." So I showed up, and I was just like, "Hey, I'm looking for like the CDs." And he's like, "Okay." I was like, "I finally have a car with a CD player," and um, <laughs> yeah, I was like, "I've only been listening to the Unseen." Like I have this one punk CD that I really like. I want something like hardcore punk, and he's like, "Yeah, I got you." So he like walked over there, and I never heard either of the bands um, except for on um, a documentary. So he just hands me a Millions of Dead Cop CD that apparently was out of print, 
and uh, Dirty Rotten LP, uh, DRI, and those are still, right like, you know, two of my favorites. Like, yeah. I, I listen to DRI all the time. I don't know how they play that fast. It's insane, but... Um, He's good at reading what you're into. Like, mm-hmm. when we were in the store earlier today, was like, I was like, oh, tell me something to get. What you're into these days? I'm like, eh, I don't know, man. Uh, so... But he, he knew what I had bought from his store previously, so he went over there. You know these guys? Nope. Okay. Yeah. I trust his instinct. Yeah, he was, uh, the first time I ever met him, um, I was, uh, I guess, about 21, 22, probably 22. And I walked in, and I was picking up a Bruce Springsteen record, because um, I was really into Gaslight Anthem at the time. And um, he was just like, did you not hear? And I was like, what? And he's just like, Bruce Springsteen died today. And I was like, what? And, like, I didn't have a smartphone, so I couldn't fact check him, you know? So I was just sitting there, and he's just, you know, staring me in the eyes, and we're staring each other down. I was like, you gotta be fucking with me, right? And he's like, no, man, uh, he's dead. And he's like, it was an aneurysm. And I was like, really? And he's just like, no, I'm fucking with you, man. <laughs> and he's like, that record's like a dollar fifty. You sure you want something else? <laughs> it's not a very good record. Oh, <laughs> <man>. Dude. <laughs> was this on um, April Fool's Day? No, this was just Carl's introduction to me as a human being. <laughs> this is just how I met him. That's was... so weird because I don't know if I told the story last time, but Larry May of CD Seller, which is also a great place in Aniston. He did a really horrible trick on me on April Fool's Day once. Uh, Screech and Weasel's side band, the Riverdales, had been oh, broken yeah. up for a little bit. So he he called me on April Fool's Day, woke <laughs> me up, was like, hey, dude, I know you wanted to know this. So I just got to tell you, the Riverdales got back together. They're playing Nashville tonight. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm like, I'm like, you're fucking kidding me, dude. <laughs> Full band, Ben Weasel, Danny Vapid, Danny Panic. Yeah. Tonight, Nashville, dude. He's like, um, just let me know. We'll order some tickets. Okay, cool. Hold on. Got in a huge fight with my parents <laughs> to go to Nashville that night. So I finally figure out a way to get there. I mean, it's just horrible scene at the house, man. And I call him up like, Larry, dude. All right, I'm cool. Uh, how much for tickets? What was that phone number to get tickets again? What are you talking about? <laughs> no. uh, the, the big Riverdale show tonight. Oh, April Fool's, man. <laughs> and this is before, like, Google and shit. So his word was, was good to me. <laughs> Dude. Still haven't forgiven them. <laughs> yeah, that is way too sick of a burn. Like you know, like at least the Springsteen one, like it didn't cause like more than a f- like maybe two minutes of trauma. But that's like, <laughs> did I tell that story last time? No, oh, no, that's a great story. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I it's didn't... funny now, but yeah. uh, it's funny now. Yeah, but not not then. So he was kind of like an apprentice of Carl's. He worked for Carl at Slip Disc. And then he split off and uh, created CD Seller and Aniston. I don't know if I ever actually made it down to CD Seller. Um, I'd heard about it. Back in the day, it was a lucky time having both of those there. I preferred Slip Disc, but CD Seller had had its own like cool stuff. CDs, both I, of, both of them loved the Cure. So you, if you like the Cure, you go to either one of those places, and there's always going to be tons of Cure shit. 
Yeah, Slip Disc, uh, he'd always just told me it was his old, uh, his old shop and that he'd uh, made the logo look like the uh, um, Public Image Limited logo. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> we just had that, that like, uh, really goofy, um, like, uh, crazy colored elephant out front at Cosmic, mm -hmm. and that was when I had met him down there. Um, Here's what's funny is I never went to Cosmic Debris back in the day, the old Cosmic Debris. I never went there. Because when uh, Slip Disc went away, I didn't know that Cosmic Debris was Slip Disc. Because again, now you can just find out everything all the time. Mm -hmm. But a lot of my regular friends, I wasn't hanging out with them as much. So I yeah. didn't know it was the same place. No. I never went there. You just didn't travel as fast. No. Nope. Mm -hmm. So I didn't know, and I wasn't as much a part of the scene. Like, my, my connections to the scene would have been Randy and Aaron, mainly. Mm -hmm. So And we had stopped hanging out. Yeah, we really weren't hanging out. Kind of went the own directions. But Larry from CD Cellar... Um, that was some of the first real shows I played in Aniston were yep. at CD Cellar. Yep. And that probably where I met Adam. I no. don't know. Maybe we knew no. each other prior we to met. that. I, I, think know. We, I think we met at the Quintard Mall. Okay. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, yeah we talked about that the last that time I was here. I was, I, was at, I was at your rehearsal when we talked about it in the last one, so we won't go into yes. I We went to y'all's rehearsal where uh, Larry was there watching you play. Ooh supposedly to audition whether or not you could play at CD's. Yeah, and we ended up doing... And he said no to the tailgaters. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, Which was Aaron Green's other band. Yeah. Well, Syndicate Lounge. Yeah. Um, Which they were great. But it was only two guys at the time. So, But they, uh, were, yeah, they, yeah. But they were good. They weren't bad. How was the playing space at the CD cellar? Like, it was a crowd? He would move all the CDs stuff. around. Yeah, I mean, those Back, shows were fun. Yeah, and yeah. there were people packed in there. Yeah, people were packed in there. Especially for the one we did outside of CD Cellar on yeah. the entire uh, Linlock Mall yeah. was full of people. Yeah, because it was in a little Linlock Mall, strip mall area. Yeah, so, I remember the so, Linlock strip so, mall. Because yeah, uh, they ended up putting like a bike store that sold skateboards that I used yeah. to buy. That entire parking lot was full yeah, on our packed. show that we did outside. Um, That's awesome. I remember going to one of y'all's shows, and this was this was awesome to me. Which again shows you a little something about what my old band was like, but uh, my band got a shout out from uh, uh, Carl from your band because uh -huh. he broke a string and he said he was gonna have to play it like the mostly harmless. <laughs> That's, <laughs> what, That's the kind of shout out we got. We played this like the mostly harmless, dude. Broken string. I have photos. That's how from... you played it the last. <laughs> I have a ton of photos from those shows. You're in them too. Yeah. I had to scan some. Oh, Lord. Did he have the goatee in them? Uh-uh. I don't no, think so. No, 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 Looked a lot like he did does right now. Said mm -hmm. he might have had like a part of his hair painted green with yeah, some acrylic yeah, or paint or yeah. something. <laughs> Which is what us country boys yeah, had to do back in the day. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'd like to see yeah. some of those old pictures. That'd be fun. Yeah. Scan I'll them. bring him up next time. I would love, yeah, I would love to see him as see well. See some young Adam. Yeah. Young Adam and some young Randy. And the Ash Nagasaki, eight foot tall guy standing beside him in the crowd. Yeah. I've heard the legend, the myth. And but I've not seen yeah, Ash. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Then there was that vampire <laughs> dude that would, he was standing beside you guys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm vaguely. He kind of had like a suit and tie he'd always wear. Um, man. Dan Sartain came to Aniston one time and we saw the guy at Joe Mug's Coffee. And um, I think the guy, so he's, he'd always grow his nails long and kind of 
I don't know. It was yeah. just kind of creepy. You would talk about vampirism yeah. and stuff. And uh, Dan Sartain, you know, he was a greaser and has hair greased back, kind of Elvis-looking uh, rockabilly. And the dude sits down and he's like, you look like the quintessential brouhaha. <laughs> <laughs> and Dan Sartain's like, well, I've been called worse. Yeah, that's a, um, that's a lot of I think that's what he called it. What is a brouhaha? A brouhaha, a brouhaha is a place, is what I know. But I heard a brouhaha, no, brouhaha is like a, would be a calamity, like a, kind yeah, of. Like, like a, a big, yeah, like ruckus. A, a whole bunch of a ruckus. Yeah, a ruckus. A brouhaha. It calls quite the brouhaha. Wow. Um, quintessential brouhaha is pretty rad. That's a that's a band, band name. name. Yeah. <laughs> that's a band name right there. Shout out to Dan Sartain. Yes, and the quintessential brouhaha. So, yeah, it's it's crazy for me to think about because I remember going in, like, over at the Linlock strip mall and buying, like, I was, like, at the skate shop and I, like, saw a uh, um, U.S. Bombs DVD, you know, in the mm. case, and I was, like, buying that and think about you guys playing shows in the parking lot there while I'm, like, struggling, trying to find punk rock stuff, you know, in the area. Yeah. It's very, I don't know, it's very interesting to me. You can uh, find... Um the video of Axe Virgins playing at CD Cellar on YouTube. Oh, that's what's up. Maybe that's where I'd heard the name from, and besides maybe some ramblings mm-hmm. around. Um, yeah, there's um, two songs. I think it's like Marilyn and Vivian um, that were professionally filmed at that show. That's awesome. Um, did you have any songs that you enjoyed playing the most at uh, the recent show at the Punk Rock Horror Fest? Yeah, uh, Marilyn really felt a lot of fun, actually. That's mm. one that sticks out. Yeah, that one's always fun to sing along with. Um, um, it's just usually me in my car. Hmm. And, oh, uh, Tiger Hellicide is going to be working on uh, covering a Backseat Virgin's song, actually. Really? Yep. Yeah, probably should have told you that already. Yeah, well, been tell me about it. About. Tell me about it. Tell the world yeah. about it. Yeah, right what, now. Uh, what song was it? <laughs> um, I don't know. You waited, you waited until Andy quietly makes it. I, I said, I said the, it's, 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 one, it's, one that's, it's one that's not a girl's name. Because I said, uh, I said I'm not going to do one that's a girl's name. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't expect you to. No, I heard, I actually heard Don't Get Married for the first time during that set. Yeah, and, that was uh, a fun one to play. Yeah, I, yeah. I, won't, I won't do that one either. It was, um... But that's an yeah. older one too. Yeah. yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, because I, I have that record now, and um, yeah, it's it's great. Um, but uh, yeah, yes, like uh, that was cool to hear for the first time. So, what's some of you guys' favorite current Alabama bands? Maybe even Gadsden. What's Gadsden got going on? Any I mean, now? I'm not putting you on the spot where you have to name bands that you play with. We're gonna be doing some yeah. cutting. You don't have to name bands you're friends with, but My I mean, favorite. is there a big scene here, or is it just several? You know, we, three we or have, four bands. Have, J- Jacob Reagan is in a lot of bands, and <laughs> they, are, they are all the Gadsden bands. Yeah. But my favorite of of uh, the Gadsden bands right now at the moment, just like offhand, is I'm obsessed with listening to False Suns recordings. False Suns, yeah. Because False Suns recordings are just amazing. And then I'll watch the show, like, of them playing at uh, Cosmic Debris. I don't know if it was Artifacts at the time or Glass Onion. Either way, uh, Glass Onion, Artifacts, and Cosmic Debris. And all the same place. They're all the same place. <laughs> and technically Slip Disc. <laughs> so, I, thought you were gonna, I thought you might say um, Eyes on the Lips. Eyes on the Lips you, is... I know you, you were... 
Gadsden. I count just because Aslanlips plays on in Gadsden. Yeah. They're not. I they're take, not really a Gadsden. I count yeah. them as a Boaz band because I want some cred from our hometown. But, uh, yeah. Fall Suns, they're really good. They we, we've we've played them on the show before and we played them on the radio show. Mm-hmm. But they have, of course, Jacob Reagan from our band. Mm-hmm. Uh, also has Brad Norris. Brad Norris from he was well, obviously hit, hit the thing he's most known for. Most known for is he was the second singer of Norma Jean. Yes, okay. When you so, when you said Brad, yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. what he's most known. I used for. to know that guy. He did a venue here. Yeah, his yep. venue was great. That's um, him. We so, played there. He's one of the, one of the coolest, nicest guys you'll ever meet. He's yes, he's yeah, super, he's super, super nice. Like ridiculously, way too nice. The band he was in prior to that, it was like a Christian uh, hardcore band, I believe. They played it. My club, twelve thirteen. Yeah. Oh, really? Um, yeah, I remember the first time I ever saw him play with the band was uh, he played with this band called Comrade Engineer, and I just remember his energy, like, and the way he moved, and like he was like first person I'd seen like rapping the chord around stuff, and they yeah. opened for the Chariot that night in Gadsden, you know, at that mm, venue. Yeah, right? yeah. And the Chariot was great too, but like they just like that whole night was perfect. They even had a, a guy that did like poetry first and I ended up buying his poetry book like the guy was actually good um and but when the chariot played man um dude walked out and was screaming at people on broad street just like pedestrians <laughs> randomly walking by and then yelling at cars you know people trying to go into blackstone and you know whatever was there at the time and uh the, you know it's just a show I'll never like forget like it was one of the craziest shows I was like 15 at the time so it was like really really influential on me I was kind of young at that time, too. I I remember I went to a couple of shows there. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't even remember the name of the venue, actually. Uh, The Old Santos was the one that I went to because it was in the Old Santos Printing Company. And what was cool about that was they didn't renovate it, really. So, like, parts of the ceiling, because it was such an old ceiling, would just fall while you played. Mm. Like rain. It sounded like I was yeah. quoting Blade Runner. <laughs> um, but um, what band were you uh, playing with at the time uh, when you played in Gadsden? Do you remember? I think it was NC-17. I still got to get recordings of all those. Man, I thought I gave you guys that. You did. He did. Yeah, the one in the paper sleeve. He's, he's yeah. got him. I just need to get a new oh, okay. Yeah, I have him in the stack. I must he's, not give it to you. <laughs> did I not get it to you? I didn't get a copy of it, but I know it's on uh, Andy's computer. So, in other so I words, he lost it. it. Oh, okay. Well, no. <laughs> the only Oops, CDs sorry. I left with that night were the Backseat Virgins uh, record uh, with the baby on the front. Yeah, uh, I can't remember the name. That's the first one, Born Again. Um, yeah, Born Again. I'm that's, really that's the one we're covering. Speaking of which, uh, Andy, which song are you guys going to cover? Tiger Hellicide might be covering a Backseat Virgin song. Have we come to a consensus? Uh, yeah, I don't think we've come to a or consensus. Well, Ma- Matthew said, Harris not, was the one. I said it's not going to be one named after girls. That cuts out like half yeah. of them on that album. Well, that's just, I, I thought maybe, I said maybe either Can't Take It or... Yeah, we also wanted you, if you were, were around, blanking to sing on it. titles. Yeah, it's probably the first one. Can't Take It was one of the ones we threw about, I remember. Yeah. Which, by the way, well, it's it was... Probably, it's was fun to sing what along the, live. Thank you. That's the one we have a professional video for. Yeah. My, what uh, was the one that you said that we should do? You that's, said, was it it was, I, I thought it was either the first or second tune on there. Mm-hmm. But I can't remember which one it you was. You and Me is the second song. That's I wondering. think you said You and Me. Maybe it was You and Me. That's a love song. Yeah. Super yeah. love song. Yeah. But, but it doesn't have a girl's yeah, name. It doesn't have a girl's name. Oh, gotcha, <laughs> gotcha. I'd love to hear you guys' version of that. That would... 
That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frontman and the Afterthoughts, a uh, band from Montford, mm-hmm. um, who are incredible if you happen to be listening to this and have no idea who they are. Look it up. They would do a Vivian cover. Yeah. Oh, wow. The Nazi yeah. version of the song. They were the guys that got on stage with me for the finale. Mm-hmm. I played one of their older band songs, Slop Rocket Song. Oh, yeah, yeah. Called Davey. Yeah. Ah, that was awesome. Um, um, yeah, that, Vivian's one of my favorite songs I've ever heard in my life, I'll say. Dang. <laughs> that is crazy. There's something crazy. Crazy cool. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that is damn crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think we mean that a different way. No, no, I like that song too. I think it, Can't Take It's probably my, my favorite song off that. I know. Album. My mom likes that one. Yeah. I like You're it too. Good company. Vivian's just <laughs> so. that chorus. Every time it hits, I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. But it makes me drive fast. Here's something that's been right funny. <laughs> be careful. Wear that seatbelt. <laughs> I drive slow to begin with anyway, so uh-huh. it needs to be drive the speed limit. Well, we've been, uh, I've been going back, and obviously for the radio show, we've been going back, and I've just been most, because we mostly play local music, semi-local music, and I've been going back and just listening to stuff from all sorts of different eras and everything. So, of course, I went back and I'm listening to the NC-17. I didn't bring the damn... I was going to give you my copy of the NC-17 album. I, I did the cover off. I found one find before one? I left the house today. Okay. So yeah. I was going to give you that if you, if you didn't have it. I'm going to put it up so, um, on Bandcamp tonight or tomorrow. So I was just like, because I saw it. I, I, meant, I meant to bring it. I didn't even think about it today. So I was just, but anyway. If you can get me the uh, cop, the uh, artwork that you did. Yeah. If you could scan that, that'd be cool. Yeah, I can do it. I can scan it. I'll even, I'll even get my daughter, London, to actually make it a decent amount of pixels and all that shit. Do it mm-hmm. right so it doesn't come okay. out fuzzy. On to the subject of NC-17 as I'm going back and listening to it. And see, the thing is that, obviously... I liked NC-17. I was a bigger fan of the Nicotines. And, because of the style, but, yeah. No, I mean, it's style, yeah. But the thing is, is it's one of those things where you go back later on and you wonder how much was just what you, if you were really hearing what you thought you were hearing or or maybe you thought you were hearing something different from what you were hearing. Because so I was going back and listening to it and it's like, it, it rocks way more than I remembered it rocking. The Nicotines? No, NC-17. Even like, because I mean, you got I mean, now you don't hear what I heard in my head, but in my head, and it's not like I was like, oh, it's wussy. It was well, like back it, then the name was emo. Yeah, that they threw around, and I think we probably even threw it around. I yeah, went through yeah. a phase, like, but, it, but it was like, but it's like old school idea of what emo is. It's not like yes. later emo. Yeah, that was the stuff that. Uh, but in my like head, uh, sunny day real estate. What what I used to say, kids, what, I used, kids, what I used to say, emo shit, was yeah. was it was like. Taking punk rock and making it hard unnecessarily. That's what a lot of emos had like to me. <laughs> it was like it's like, what if we could make a Ramon song that wasn't catchy? And it'd be like, why would you do that? <laughs> That's what a lot of people say. But but I go back but I went back and I was listening to it. And I mean obviously I've listened to the I've obviously I've listened to the album that I did the cover for yeah. More than once. Yeah. <laughs> Just my ego would make me put that thing back in and listen to it again. That one has a fat records kind of sound. Yeah, it does. You might like it. I'll so, check it out. But it's uh it has a horrible cover though. I, think I, I hate that. I hate. I hate the cover I did for it. But that's I, I not. Don't have, I love I mean, the idea. Adam did the uh, cover for our first NC Seventeen album. I think the idea was great. What was the cover uh, of? So since, I tell him, I'm like, dude. Uh, <laughs> so I want the girl and the guy to be in the back seat of a car. Yeah, and it ends up being uh, like, making out. And then on the back cover, I want them kind of uh, watching in the movie theater. Yeah. 
and the credits rolling down like Star Wars, except yeah. that's the song titles. Yeah, uh, that's it, it ends up being like he it's, killed it's, it. I thought on, you on the back, on, well, on the back of it. Now, I mean, on the front of it. Now it's like what it ended up being was them standing in line at the movies instead of them being in a car. Hmm. So it's like them in line, and it just doesn't. Well, what it is, I remember I had like a. Here's what happened: was I was coming up with ideas for it, and I, it wasn't looking right. Mm-hmm. And then you, they were in line buying the tickets to the yeah, movie. Yeah, and y'all were coming in. That's and right. I had a doodle in my that I was keeping in my wallet. I had like a doodle for like an idea for it. And in hindsight, I almost wish we had just used the doodle. Cause it, but but you guys were like, well, I like that. And I was like, okay. So I went and I tried to make a nicer version of it, but I still scratched it out in like probably 15 minutes. Like while you were playing the N64. <laughs> y'all, y'all were playing video games. While I'm just like, like I'm just like, that, that really places the time of this... <laughs> But there, Nintendo 64 sure yeah. it wasn't Super Nintendo. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even pl- no, remember it, playing N64. No, it, it, and it was it was probably like a the South Park game where they were shooting the turkeys. Oh, that game was so terrible. So, I loved it. Yeah. It was so. But good. I mean, that would be just about probably be the only one we would have put up with because we were much more old school if we were going to be yeah. playing anything. Yes. We, we wouldn't want to be like wandering around high rule with a bunch of polygons. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, not back then. So I I like scratched it out. And it looks like I did. It looks like I just kind of scratched it out. But y'all liked it, so I'm like, that's what really that's what matters. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter whether I like it. It matters if you guys thought it was right for what you're doing. Well, but, you should scan the alternate artwork too, and I'll include that in the download if I can find oh, it. That'd be awesome. I'll have to look around. And see yeah. if I, can find I thought it, you said you found it the other day. No, no, I have, the, yeah. I have the I have the original. Okay. I, have, I mean, I have the final one. I don't have the original. It you can always redo it too. Put your own little spin on it. It wouldn't take much to redo it. I love the idea of the back cover, though, because yeah. basically you're looking at the back of the couple mm-hmm. as they're watching the movie yeah. at the very back row of the theater. Yeah. And then you got the, yeah. it goes up the screen like with the credits rolling down and yeah. song titles. Had I, had, had awesome. I, we put more time into it, it probably would have been better. But yeah, it was black and white. Yeah, it's, it's just, just like black a pencil and white. drawing. Fast times, pencil drawing is like... I probably did. I, I don't even think I. I think I just did it directly in pen. I don't even think I did pencil then pen over. Yeah. It's just. That. I loved it. At the, I loved it at the time. I still love yeah. it. And I think honestly, at the time, I didn't think it matched what y'all were doing. But now I look at it, and I think it matches what you're doing more. Yeah. So it it's just it's a different my my perspective on. It. I have that there. Sometimes you just hit, something prejudices you in a certain way. Where you, so I, I like I said, I never disliked it. If I disliked NC17, I wouldn't have done the cover i would have been like i'm not putting a cover on this i have no idea why i went in that direction and i think it might have been because of neil and carl the uh other you know it was two sets of brothers and nick teens me and my brother and then the casper brothers yeah and they were much more into fat records bands which pulled in a lot of that Mm -hmm. and so me and my brother were more into lookout records so it's the pop punk stuff and the nick teens were way more pop punk but Carl and Neil were constantly trying to push yeah. more of the uh, fat wreck sound with the the punk beat and mm-hmm. uh, the halftime drumming and um, so we uh, the second album came out and it was way more emo yeah I guess you would call it and I kind of fell in love with some of the bands uh, like started out like Lagwagon and Strung Out oh, and then from wagon. from there. I had, we had this, <laughs> we had this uh, this uh, friend that was into Christian punk rock, and he let me borrow a videotape of all the live shows he'd been to in the last year, 
and it sat and collected dust. And then he's like, man, have you checked it out? I'm like, yeah, I'm just not really into Christian punk rock stuff, you know. And he's like, it's, that's not all of it, you know. This is, is, I thought like the emo movement was a Christian movement yeah. because of what he'd given me. Yeah. And so I watched it one day and had at the drive-in, uh, Jimmy World, the Get Up Kids, Hot Water Music, uh, and Beretta, and it was just band after band after band, and I was like, oh shit, I really like this. Hot Rod Circuit, which yeah. is from Alabama. Yeah, Trusty Chords by Hot Water Music, still one of my favorite songs of all time. Um, so many people have covered it, but... I love No Division, that's a good album. Oh, No Division, yeah. yeah. Um, it's great. I, I first heard about them on a Warped Tour DVD, and they played, and that's when I saw Alkaline Trio and they played radio and take lots of alcohol and I was like this is going to be my favorite band like I knew like as soon as I saw the both of those and then I've seen Alkaline Trio live uh, twice now yeah I've seen them about five times too man they're they're fun I got to see Against Me open for them too and that was amazing that's Um, a band I've never got into man they were playing Cave Nine I totally had access to go see them there you know with like a hundred people they were they were coming when they were pretty big, not famous yet, but yeah, you know yeah. they were packing that place out, selling it out in like ten seconds. You know, when tickets would go on sale. But I don't know. Maybe I was exiting the emo movement. I guess around the time after. See, I was in it for like the Get Up Kids. They never got super popular. Yeah, yeah. And Alkaline just... Trio, I was into that, and they didn't get super popular. I guess it was around the time Blink-182 got famous. A lot of the bands that kind of sounded like them were getting mm-hmm. more in the limelight. And I just wasn't into those bands. I liked Saves the Day and Newfound Glory a little bit. But, Me too. But everything, like Yellow Card and stuff yeah. like that, it just wasn't my deal. No, I saw the, I saw Yellow Card live. Fallout Boy Lord. just wasn't my deal. I could dig on the first... Fallout Boy records, but that was I could, uh, I could pretty good time. Well, I booked <laughs> <laughs> the whole one throw them in there. I booked Fallout Boy for their their first album. It, it was a blue album cover. Yes, that I had them booked at twelve thirteen, and they were playing with Bayside, if I remember correctly. And it was like Tuesday night. Nobody was there. Mm-hmm. Maybe like two people. And Bayside uh, called Fallout Boy and we're like, hey, you know, like nobody's here. Anymore. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, uh, Fallout Boy's having some car trouble. Uh, oh, really? <laughs> Did Bayside play though? Yeah, yeah they cool. played a couple of times. They, they were an interesting band I could never really peg down. They um, kind of sound like Smoking Popes, if yeah, I remember correctly. They were. Uh, now, they Smoking were... Popes were fucking great. Mm, I agree. Um, yeah, uh, I, I actually I've been listening to that uh, Motel Matches CD that you gave. Uh, uh, That's my brother's band. Yeah, um, and they are very good. Um, like it was. Uh, did you say he was the one that had a little bit of the fat wreck influence? In- uh, no, my well, my brother. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we did eventually after like Neil and Carl like hounded us with it yeah. so long. We eventually saw the other brothers. We saw doing. what they saw in it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, my brother Ron did go down that path too. That was after NC Seventeen broke up. Mm-hmm. I went more. I started my Backseat Virgins thing, and he was doing the Motel Matches thing. 
which I, I believe is named after an Elvis Costello song. Yeah, that's cool because like I, it, they, their sound wasn't a sound I could peg down, but I knew it had like serious punk influence. Sounds so, just like NC Seventeen with Ryan singing, and uh, which we sound kind of familiar, kind of we yeah. sound very familiar. Yeah, uh, but it was the guitar was much more complex than it was in NC-17. I'd say there were some heavy guitarists. Yeah. I noticed that. He um, got really good at that. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, yeah, and I definitely need to get those NC-17. There, yeah, everybody needs to go back and anytime you can get out there for people, NC-17 definitely needs to be reheard because that was something that, like, like I said, I didn't, I, I mean, I, I was given it a chance. Obviously, I was the one who was pushing it more than anybody else. I would have told everybody y'all were great, but I totally somehow missed how good it was. Of course, your taste changed, but, but I go back and yeah. listen to it, and I'm like, how did I not hear all this other stuff going on in it? And the same thing, I've done the same thing. I'm not you were really it. not into the emo, dude. No, and I mean, I'm not, I'm not, com- I'm not comparing it, comparing you, the sound, it's nothing the same, but I did a similar thing too, and I still don't like the band, really, but uh, I did the same thing to the band Clover. Remember them? Mm-mm. Clover with a K. I don't know where they're from. No. Was they, are they local? No, I, they're I not local, but they were... A punk band that made some very generic punk rock um. in the in the late nineties, mid to late nineties. And here's the thing. They just it's all right punk rock. I mean, you know, like yeah. say like if you like stuff like Rancid or whatever, you probably like them. Just okay. couldn't feel the passion. But at the time I listened to it, I swear to you, it sounded like butt rock to me. Hmm. Like I mean it sounded like probably shit you'd like, but you know like, yeah. like it sounded more like like in my head to me what it sounded like it sounded like a like one of those crappy LA glam bands but then trying to be punk rock. Trying to sell out and be punk rock. See, like, Ooh, but kind of, but yeah. they don't sound but I here's, think I understand what you're talking about. Yeah. But they don't sound anything like that to me. And it must have been one Just song Just at the time. There must have been one song at that time that hit me that way or something. But I've gone back and listened to the whole album because I was trying to show show my wife that, trying to show Darlene that. I was just like, listen to this. And he's like, listen to him. And I'm like... I heard your last podcast yeah. when you were talking about Tree Fort, how yeah. you thought they were like a jock rock band, mm-hmm. and that's why you never came and No, I, I, thought they, I thought they were going to suck, because they sound, they sound like a shitty Jacksonville band, don't they? That's crazy. Just I can't awesome. believe that you never heard that heard about them their crazy stage no, because i didn't stuff. i didn't hang out with anybody that would think about who would hang out with me at jsu around so that you campus. just saw the name yeah I saw you the had name. no idea i saw the name anything and I, about them and a lot of the people who liked them who, i mean a lot of people who would go see them were like the same people who there were them. some hippies that were into you yeah before. yeah so there you, were yeah. they were just like just people with just they appealed kind of everybody yeah so that, that was time. the thing i didn't get that it so i had no there was no way of knowing it's not like we all had youtube streaming shit and everything you know it, i'm they may have had an online presence but it would have been me seeing so tree fort was band one of the bands that played the punk rock art fest with us um yeah so that was the first time you saw them, so it mm-hmm. kind of blew you away a little bit. You liked that, yeah, offensive, yeah, stuff they got going. Yeah, they were I loved it, man. That was a, that was um, usually if I see a flying bee, I'm worried, but I've never seen a flying bee uh-huh. utilized so well, and I'm at like the energy they were uh, slaying from it, all man. of them. Yeah, the bass. Is that that was the bass the ba- player. The bass player is not their regular bass player. <laughs> he was the guy uh, that put the bass out in the crowd, right? Had, more members because I think because I think Matthew talked to him. He was saying that he he's had more members, members than Maxi Virgin. He, he killed it too. Tons of lineups. 
And the whole, like, I, I still, really like, every once in a while, just think Harrison Ford <laughs> right before I'm about to do something, you know. Or, like, the song took seven or eight years to write, you know. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> he always does something like that. Uh, it's cracking me up so hard, man. I bought their uh, album that has all this, the Scott songs on it. Yeah, they used to I, have a complete horn section. And yeah. I tell I you what, that. next time I come by the Gadcast studio... Let's do, like, an Aniston show with all the bands that used to come through when I was booking. Yeah. And just, cool. like, kind of take a look back, see if they were good, see if they sound. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like, kind of go back and listen and see what Yeah, we'll think. just yeah. Sit, sit in the studio, yeah, listen to the song, yeah, give, our, give our take on it, be like, okay, here's one of the bands that was really popular at 12, yeah. 13. You that'd know, be good. What do you think? Good? Yeah, we'd, do, we'd do that for our radio show, even. Yeah, that'd be a good episode. I think episode. that would be a lot of fun. Play old yeah. songs. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I'll bring in Play all Ethan the old Tree Yeah, uh, yeah. Slappy Meat Eaters. That'd be great. There's a lot it, of bands that were doing really good there. Yeah. Uh, a lot of Aniston bands, Gadsden bands, yeah. Birmingham bands. And we can kind of critique... Ten, good. fifteen years later, That'd did be nice. uh, Ethan and the Ewoks play? <laughs> they did <laughs> not because they would have wanted like five hundred dollar guarantee. Yeah, and yeah. the only person we would do that for was the Groovy Ghoulies. Yeah, oh, the Groovy Ghoulies would have been so cool because they actually brought that amount of mm-hmm. people in. Yeah. yeah, they were uh, like I just happened to stumble onto them online, and then like I became obsessed with them, and all of my friends hated them. And um, you either I didn't love them or hate them. Yeah, like, like I didn't care. I was like, no, these guys are amazing. Like, side note, I played I played Ethan Ewoks for Darlene. She kept telling me I turned it off. <laughs> she didn't know who it was, and she was just like, what? It, no, it is it is so of its time too. They're like, gonna really one day hear this podcast. Yeah, yeah. How we diss them on every time. Know, and geez, it's funny because I've never even heard them, were, and this, that's what makes it funny. When this is over, you're gonna hear them because it is like. <laughs> it is it is so of that era. It is like I mean, you know, I'm not gonna say they suck. It just I am. It wasn't what I was into. <laughs> they were. I mean, they're very much like what was kind of on the radio at the time. I mean, it was Grateful Dead stuff, right? No, Fish. no. It was alternative rock. <laughs> it's like it's, it's, it's gonna be stuff like that, like Meet Virginia, kind of oh, singing wow. shit, oh, like throwing throw a little bit of Harvey Danger. We'll listen to oh, some. Yeah. yeah, can't handle that. Yeah, it was some. I can't take it. It was some rough stuff. <laughs> I, and I remember I had a friend that I worked with who was like friends with them, and he's talking about them going to play in New York, and he's like, mm-hmm. they're playing for this big AR guy, you know, and, and two other people. Like, in the yeah, and he's mm-hmm. like, and then like he talked about coming back, and he's like, they didn't seem, they didn't get any record label interest. I don't know why they're great, and I was like, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you're big in your hometown, yeah. that says nothing. That yeah, that means. Literally, no. you could, you know, you bring out five hundred people in your town. That still means nothing, because mm-hmm. if you can't bring more than three kids or yeah. zero kids out to a city three four hours away, then you've got some more journeys to be had. <laughs> yeah. That is an interesting concept, yeah. Because if someone's traveling like to BFE, as they would call it, which would be home for where we are. Yeah. Um, you know, then that's that's something. Yeah, you know, but it happens. I mean, it that builds egos with bands when they yeah. get really good, mm-hmm. and then the, all the friends are like this band is yeah, really I, tight. I, you I, know? I, will, I will say, and this. then it just 
Ethan and the Ewoks were really good at what they did. Yeah, I can't diss, but but can't it's, diss them for that. so they weren't like it's not like they were bad. And they, they were very they, popular. They, they completely accomplished what they set out to do musically. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, God damn it, they did. Well, it's just like it's kind of like I, my feelings. <laughs> the love of God, they did. They did that on purpose. <laughs> Which I don't know. If, on purpose. I, I don't really think everyone here shares my opinion, but like just like I said, like Eric Clapton is a very talented musician. No, he sucks though, dude. I, and, wish, I wish he'd fall <laughs> off that stool. I Fuck. hate. I hate it. I hate all of his music. And he's so and you're good. And glad his kid died. <laughs> I, I, I hate his face. <laughs> but he's so good at doing it. I just don't care. That face, he can't help it. But you know who I hate more than Clapton? Phil Collins. I know, Phil oh, Collins. how dare you? Phil Collins. I know, Phil Collins. and that is the one that always Phil draws Col- people Phil Collins. up. Phil Collins, I don't feel like you have to love because he did that shitty Tarzan song. But yeah, which I uh, thought was Elton John like one night. Elton John fucking sucks. But uh, <laughs> the Lion King was better than the Tarzan soundtrack. The Lion soundtrack. King fucking sucks. What's Hamlet? Don't say no, Hamlet sucks. It's, it's not Hamlet. It's Kimba, the white lion. Which was based on Hamlet? No. Can't go back and watch it. the love go, tonight? Go, go watch Kimba, Kimba, the white lion. Go watch that. Yeah, it's but a, was it it's, Hamlet? It's an, old, it's an old anime that, yeah. that they ripped off. Yeah, okay. Well, but then Kimba ripped off Hamlet because there's no way an anime was written after Shakespeare. <laughs> Hamlet does not have... <laughs> does not have the dude wearing the skin of his father on his head like Kimba does um, that would make Hamlet better if the dude was running around and his dad especially if it was flesh. the uh, David Tennant Patrick Stewart version yeah, exactly um, yeah. you guys are losing me on the Shakespeare man. <laughs> <laughs> sorry uh, English major I truly thought that it was that wasn't Hamlet <laughs> yeah that would make um, it so much better yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. but no uh, he cooked him and but, served but, him like ham but <laughs> that's what they call Kimba, <laughs> that's why he's called him Kimba the white lion um Kimba I'll tell you who's better than all those all those horrible musicians yeah lion <laughs> they, did, they did the Transformers theme for the oh, late 1986 movie. Lion? Transformers! Da-da-da. They're called Lying? No, Lion. lion. Just Lion. Just Lion. Just they lion. lucked out with That's that. That's how badass they Not are. White Lion? No, just Lion. Just lion. <laughs> like us. Like, see, they're cooler than us. Like, white Lion's a great band. See, we're cool. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, see, see, we're cool, but we'll never be so cool that we could just get away with calling ourselves Tiger. tiger. We gotta Even be Tiger. So weird. No, they're tiger. fucking Lion. Like, what are you? Lion, the animal. <laughs> lion, something else. No, you got a problem lion. with it. Well, yeah. fucking, fucking lion. Who are you? Like, goddamn lion. Yeah. Like when the children cry, white lion. No, 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 no. fucking lion, lion. man. Yeah. Lion. My and mom they, is still like, she's still like, well, this is the closest band you've ever been in that I can tell people the band name and not feel totally ashamed. <laughs> but it is still an offensive band name. Now, I don't know how Hellicide is offensive to people. Uh, well, it's got hell in it, but, but it's, like it's spelled. It's hell it. Yeah. It's, yeah. In it's, high school, there she'd always be like, "What?" What people would be like, "What band is your son in?" It's like uh, the Screaming Cocks, you know. And it's like it's like our, it's about rooster. Our logo's a rooster with a yeah. A, yeah. But like, and then damn it, Bobby, you know. So like, I don't know. Yeah, say um, tiger hellicide. It's all it is is yeah. uh, killing helicopters with tigers. I still think we need to bring back George Wallace's wheelchair. George Wallace's wheelchair. She can tell her friends about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, everybody can be everybody on board with that. He's in George yeah. Wallace's wheelchair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, I do pride myself on that. Name. Yeah. Have you, have you ever been in a band with a crazy, like, a band name that you've been worried would yes. be like? Uh, yes. 
Backseat Virgins. Yes. No, I mean, yeah, that <laughs> yeah, is, that is, that is true. One, that but is one, um, the Saint Retards. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, that's one that doesn't hold up. Um, but Jay, Jay, Re, uh, I still say, I mean, you can retards. look at some of my lyrics in the past, and uh, they're not PC today. Yeah. Um, but they weren't meant to be offensive at the time. Well, that's the thing about things that happened in the past that a lot of people don't think about is like, yeah, things were different back then and things have changed. And that's what's cool mm-hmm. is that you can notice that stuff and also understand it. You know? I mean, it's, it's okay to be PC, but don't be so PC that you think this person must be a bad person because yeah. he had retard in his yeah. vocals. Well, we need to be able to... Uh... You should be able to go like, Randy's a good guy and he didn't say he hates retards or something. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Well, that was a sign. Because what I was a, saying yeah. was, I'm a retard. Yes, it's true. When I fall yeah. asleep, I drool. Yeah. Which could be very offensive today. But it was common. If you didn't know who I was. It was common vernacular back then, actually. So, like, really. Yeah, it kind of came and went, though. It had mm-hmm. come back. Because mm-hmm. right before that, that was kind of a really bad thing to say. And it came yeah. back, it was a lighter thing. It was in a lot of punk rock at the time. Yeah, um, it was. Along with, uh, yeah. It the, was. But that. it wasn't bad. It wasn't like, like, when he told me the band name. I mean, I didn't think it was a great band name. But, <laughs> yeah. but not because of the <laughs> word. Because <laughs> I was named it after a St. Bernard. Yeah. So it was St. Bernard. It's, yeah. like, it's, like, so it's like a... Of wordplay that that mm-hmm. wasn't quite working, <laughs> <laughs> but even back then in the golden days of the internet, I received a letter from this girl that had heard us on some website. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but she said, uh, "Yeah, I just needed to tell you that I loved your band name." I'm like, yeah. "Wow, okay, cool." Uh, she had went to this private school, and there was like a rival private school nearby, and. I think they were called, uh, it was like the Church of St. Bernard or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they called them the St. Retards. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah. And I was like, like wow, okay, cool. Well, I was see, like, we were, I'm going to tell everybody that's why I named my band now. We were uh, the Boaz Pirates at our high school, so everyone else called us the Blow-Ass Butt Pirates. And, um, which would nice. have, I was like, that would have been a sweet band name, um, yeah. especially it's since like, it would have made. Thanks for enhancing our band. Name. Yeah, I was like, we'll I mean, take it. if we take that, dude, that'll totally make the football players like yeah. stoked about our band playing. <laughs> <laughs> but the, there is an actual venue in Boaz now. Um, they're doing house shows, so it's like uh, it's kind of super secret, you know. Cause I'm trying I to keep know, it I in. love that. Yeah, and um, it's at all ages, so like uh, no substances ever, like which is uh, interesting. I like that vibe because everyone's just like you know really like present now that i don't do any substances it makes it a lot better i would <laughs> love to do more shows like that yeah. yeah and um so i will actually let them know if yeah. you are if you are just in case yeah um, you, you want to throw it out there um because uh yeah uh it's a good crowd um the nice thing about people. about smaller shows house shows and even like uh even like this uh Say if we did more shows like this, this latest like queer show, like yes. say if that was more of a regular occurrence. The nice thing about that is I think it allows for more experimentation, and I think that's a, a big great thing. Like I think mm-hmm. it'd be okay to have a band that hasn't been around that long that's playing something different. Yeah, and I think that's that's something that's missing because I feel like there's that gap where people have to play in the garage until they can find a bar to play in. Yeah, and that's how it seems like it's been mostly around here lately. There's not enough like 
just an all ages venue where where everybody's just enjoying that. I mean, I understand it too. I there understand the music, not there yeah. to get laid and drink. Yeah. And well, I mean, music is cool too. Well, I understand. Yeah. I understand if people are like at a at a bar trying to have a drink, trying to pick up a yeah. date or something. Yeah, that's and then fine. The, then this band shows up and they're like, "Oh, we're we're experimental noise." Like God damn. Yeah. You know, I understand. I understand that perspective, and I understand this, but. I would also like to see an experimental noise band of mm-hmm. snot-nosed kids being stupid, you know, and And whatever. if you don't like the band, walk out and come in for the poppy band next. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, you and, just go stand outside, have fun with your friends, because they're all friends. That's the other thing. That's part of building a scene. Everybody's mm-hmm. just buddies and stuff. That's that's what we talked about for me and Andy, about Andy's music, not the music Andy makes, because that doesn't bring anybody together. But, <laughs> yeah. But Andy's... Uh-huh. But Andy's music, when that, <laughs> when that venue was around, yeah. how there was like a bunch of people who were friends and stuff. Are you talking about Daniel Johnston? Huh? Right. Andy's Daniel Johnston. Uh, oh yeah, uh, I only went. I, I went and saw Apollo Eleven there one time. That was a lot of fun. Um, but that was really the only time I've been to an Andy's music show. Oh, I saw August Spies there as well. Yeah, that was dope. Should have gone to see August Spies there when they played with you know Tiger Hellestad. I saw so, you guys so at. Cosmic Debris, which was great, and Jacob Scrane. But you've never seen me play Axe Murder in my like, face. Like Cosmic this, Debris has shows? They have, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he, he'll, he'll do them again. He that said, is- yeah, he said uh, he was thinking about doing another one. I'll talk to him again soon because yeah. uh, it, we would love for he, it to be us. Yeah. Like you and us. Yes. Yeah, that'd be cool. That but, was back when it was over on the corner there and it yeah, was Glass Onion. Glass Onion. Onion. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but see, here's the thing. Here's here's how I know that you suck. Uh, <laughs> but no, um, you saw a picture of me with like uh, with my guitar, and you're like, "You got a BC Rich," and I'm just like, "Yeah, BC Rich." <laughs> it's because it's because you, you've only ever the only time you've ever seen my seen my band play is me doing vocals. Yeah. But most people on this planet who have seen us, all seven of them. Have seen this with me playing guitar. Well, I I also have the memory of like a, a goldfish. I don't know anything about no, if they have good but memories. No, but that's it. But like me me playing my war beast, that was kind of like what we were known for for the longest time. Yeah. So like I'd play it, and then just like when I'm done with, it, I just ch- drop it, and people would be like, ah! because it's got all those edges. So yeah. when you drop something like that, everybody goes, oh my god, it's gonna break. Yeah, and it did break, and that's why I'm, I'm not playing it right now because I've I've had to re-glue it like a dozen times. I just, uh, I never, I don't think I've really seen a band play BC Rich on stage. Yeah, um, as far a, as a local band I always goes. Play, I always played War Beast. Because I've always been, a, I've always, I think it's Tom DeLonge's fault that I'm a Fender nerd, but yeah. like so, so many punk rock bands I've noticed, and yeah. ska bands especially, are like Fender. Yeah, but no, I played play the and War like, Beast, which is like a, it's like a Warlock, yeah. but it looks even more like a Klingon weapon. So that's it why does. I, so that's why I got it, because I'm not a metal guy at all. All I do is play fast. So, to me, that was what I liked about it. Mm-hmm. One of the a guitar I almost bought. I remember I almost bought with the second version of the Brain Trainers, and the drummer who was a guitarist, he seriously like got mad at me for me suggesting this. But I was gonna <laughs> buy. I was gonna buy a Dave Mustaine signature guitar. Uh, and, at, and at the time, I only played with three strings on my guitar, and he's like, "You gonna take the other strings off?" I was like, "Well, yeah." Look, it's cool to it's cool to portray yourself as uh, you know where where you uh, It's okay. It's your own guitar. Your own is about to go falling off. I think it's cool to show up and look like 
the complete opposite of what you sound like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Well, that's it. And that's, yeah. that's what I thought. And it's, and the thing would be all beat up and, you know, I, I clobber it. But I do it because I loved it. It's not like I throw it to the audience or anything. It's not like I'm like, yeah, smashing on stuff. I would just be playing it and then I'm just like, done, drop to the ground. Mm-hmm. Kick okay. it, maybe. And it's not like that you <laughs> guys weren't heavy. It's no, just we're you were heavy. a different form of yeah. heavy than is expected when you see BC Rich. Yeah. When you see BC Rich, you're like, uh, you think like, I don't know, like, well, I don't even know. Like, yeah, the uh, funny thing is, I, I from from my experience with my BC Rich, and I also have a Warlock that uh, Casey Ponder gave me. That's also BC so, Rich, right? Yeah, BC Rich. Yeah, yeah, a Warlock is a is a. I mean, a War Beast is like a combination of a Warlock and a mm-hmm. Beast. I guess so. It jumps yeah. the war beast. So, well, before we wrap this up, guys, <laughs> um, I think we need to talk about the show one more time. Definitely. Yes. Um, just, I think something was born that day. I think there was like a new movement. Um, I think that there were a lot of new friendships and connections made, and like Adam says. There's a, I think there's a momentum that we need to capitalize on right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do need to get a show set up to, with uh, some of the bands that played that show. Absolutely. In the areas of Gadsden and Aniston, and uh, not let the excitement from the show fade away before we get a date out there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Do we still have that group chat? Because we could probably just like, yeah. but now we let's get, get another show. Aaron involved yeah. again. To, I, you know, maybe do a brother's show and then do a Gadsden show somewhere around here. Yeah, yeah we gotta and find a place to play in Gadsden. Do some all ages stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I you like know, all ages. I've shows. tossed around the idea of, of having a show here, but, um, you know, if we could figure that out. Yeah, that's like a little house show here. A house show here. A house party. I mean, it could happen <laughs> yeah. if you. If it was a small kind of event. Yeah, if you invited like 20, 30 people and you said, hey, we're going to. We don't have a lot of parking. Yeah. We'll come pick you up at uh, Walmart or something. Yeah, and, you know. Yeah, well, and we could talk to Hayden and see kind of how he does it because he yeah. manages to pull off house shows without any, you know, um, uh, like substances or anything, you yeah. know, going anything, like. He's got to plan it so correctly. Yeah. 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 And it's uh, he does uh, he does like a it's basically an invite only. Yeah. Thing, so yeah. Because like, you don't want people coming in you don't yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Right stealing stuff in your house yeah. or bringing major drugs inside mm-hmm. yeah. if the cops come because uh, a neighbor's call you don't want you know some Anything crack cocaine <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that would be, that'd be unfortunate just, be yeah. just loud noise and that's it yeah yeah loud noise would be um definitely i yeah. love house shows dude yeah. i played some tuscaloosa yeah, house shows those mm-hmm. are great I've never gotten a playhouse show, but I've, everyone I've been to, I'm like, oh man, you gotta feel that feeling. And um, yeah, I think I think you would dig the Maggie's crowd. You uh, probably like, I mean, Andy and Matthew and I or some of them. You met us, um, uh, but yeah, uh, it's a there's a lot of good folks out there for real. And now he actually Hayden, the guy who runs it, he's got his own um, uh, like radio show on Jacksonville Radio too. So. See, it was all that connections that we got. I mean, yeah. it was just good people met a lot of good people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that come from all different walks of life. Um, Lots of different we, interests with and our, stuff. Yes, and with our together. powers combined, we are yeah. Captain Planet. Yes. Exactly. We even know photographers now. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Two of them were there, and they did great. Yeah. And they were very happy to be there, and they, they gave us the photos for free, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that was the best part. Like, <laughs> we just yeah. need a person right. that does video now. Yeah. Yeah. And then we got the complete package amazing. Yeah. to yes. make this into an actual somewhat scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hate using the word scene, but just a place that's music active. Yeah. Live mm-hmm. show active. Exactly. <laughs> yes. And you don't want to do it every week. No, it doesn't have to be every week. Maybe even once a month and then mm-hmm. skip a month. Yeah. To, mm-hmm. you know. Just make it where we can have these nice big shows for people. Just to have it where it goes like, okay, well, let's. We need to have options of venues where we can just go, all right, we're going to set up a show for two months from now. Let's do it. Yeah. You know? So yeah. we need to kind of have a meeting of the minds. Definitely. And we can always keep the communication up. And, yeah, um, like I said, I'm ready to play show um, whenever you guys are. So. Yeah, Cast House Band's going to be rocking a show. <laughs> I look forward to like recording some music with you guys. Yeah. Yeah, and I was going to mention that as well if you want to talk about that, but I didn't know how yes. much you guys wanted to delve into that yet since yeah. we haven't started it. <laughs> so, um, yes, I'm down for literally anything. Well, um, we've started discuss- discussing it, and me and Randy have been digging up lyrics and stuff that we have for it. And- we just have to get everybody together to work on it. But I sent some creepy song ideas and yeah. nobody wrote back, and yeah. I was like, I really creeped them out with my <laughs> ideas. No, there was, there was good stuff. Wait, was, it, was I in that post? Yeah. 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 I there, guess I must have just missed it. Yeah, it's in there. Adam, like, did a thumbs up, nobody else did anything. I was I like, I whoa, like I really creeped them out. <laughs> <laughs> I had, like, 10 or 12 songs on there and wrote ideas, and I was I'm like, gonna have to this one's that. really bad. Yeah. This one's about blah, 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 blah. I haven't figured out if... Uh, if uh, I know that both Jacob and Matthew have shown an interest in being in the band, mm-hmm. I don't know if they're going to be in the final version. Which one's going to be in the final mm-hmm. version? If both of them are, what? I mean, there's no well, no reason to look to the future. Just go, hey, let's turn this into a recording project yeah. and see where that's it goes. That's what I'm saying. Whoever, because that's what I was thinking. Like, it starts out a recording pro- project, and if we decide to play out somewhere, then we can do that. We can worry about mm-hmm. that later. Right yeah. now, let's get the project out. That sounds yeah. great to me, and all those songs, I'm down. I, don't, I haven't even looked at Matthew, them. I'm Matthew down. was really into it after he listened to the back because he was. I had mentioned it to Matthew, and he said yes, but Matthew just says yes to everything, I yeah. guess. And then, uh, then I was like, he was like, he was. We were talking about backseat virgins, and he was really into, mm-hmm. in, into your album. He was like, whoa. And then uh, maybe I can get a, a new band uh, for backseat virgins too. I would kind of yeah. like that. Or from my Rapid Randy revival, yeah. if I could get like a backing band. He said he would be down for that, um, but that's something you, if you ever do want to reach out to him. And, um, yeah, you might talk to Matthew about that. There are uh, <laughs> okay. uh, like vocalists you know, to do the other parts, too, um, in his friend group. So, um, I mean, you know, that's just one, as, one possibility. As far as the brain trainers go, I think the brain trainers has a lot of potential because I'd like to hear you and Andy both singing together of course my voice would be in there too right. but I think you guys have voices that would complement each other because you both kind of be poppy and punky mm-hmm. but cool. I think they would they would go well maybe uh, I'm always up for coming out here man anytime but yeah I would look forward to like you know we did the new house band song tonight for this yeah. episode uh, that was a lot of fun yeah and it was. I'm just happy to meet all of you guys you know I mean you guys are so fucking cool in my book. Yeah. Like you're 
really genuine people. Same with you, man, because, like, uh, I haven't I, met, like, this kind of people in a long time. Like, I, like you guys are like Adam. Like, when I first met Adam, we just, that yeah. was it. Yeah. Best friends. How do you snap like that? I don't know. It was very impressive. I was impressed man. by that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Damn, I gotta be a better friend now because that was a hell of a snap. Don't, Remember don't. thumping knuckles? Yeah. I was very good. Oh, I bet. Because I could do my oh, finger yeah, like I remember, this. I remember that. Oh. The girls like that yeah. too. Sorry, girls. <laughs> can't see this. Yeah, that is pretty impressive. Actually. But, um, but yeah, I would wrap it around the thumb and go, fuck. <laughs> All the jocks would be like, whatever, this fat kid isn't going to do anything. Like, Come here, we'll play thumb or whatever, yeah. knuckles. And yeah. I'd have them worn out, dude. I'd be crying. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, but no. But yeah, just having new friends around me, this is amazing. Well, dude. these guys are And perfect. the energy you guys have. You have positive energy. There's no fucking ego. There's no fucking drug problems. You know, it's just. Yeah. It's great. There's they're great to create with. That's how it works. Cause it's yeah. Nobody goes like, Ooh, I don't like that idea. No, our only limits are really like what we're capable of doing. Yes, that is it. And even that isn't yeah. really a limit if no. you just do it. Yeah, we know? just gotta do it. Like right. I shouldn't have played drums earlier, but I did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Ramones didn't know anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Most of the punk bands that started punk rock. You know, they just built it they around had they no idea do. how to play anything yeah yeah hearing the germs at the very beginning was entertaining like what was it like sex boy and stuff that they did yeah. first yeah the early stuff and forming like was fun you know and then it goes to like manimal and you're like whoa you know mm. yeah um but yeah yeah the Ramones for sure it's just like, about it's creativity awesome. passion determination um charisma definitely and um dedication Dedication is definitely one of them. And showing up. I've learned showing that up showing is up is like half of it. If you <laughs> yeah, show up, man, part. you are like... Well, I mean, you could be the if best. If you flake, yeah. it's just... It's a bad time to be flaky. You're, you could be the best guitar player in the world. It doesn't matter if you're not there playing guitar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> like, shit. Who cares? Yeah, that's what I told Adam. I was like, you know, I might not be the best guitar player, but I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he has a great mind for music. Great mind for uh, writing, great talker. He could be great in professional wrestling as like a wrestling manager. <laughs> he a could, great, yeah. A great hill character. I was about to say, the next Paul Heyman. Yeah, he could. <laughs> Horrifying. I'm a Heyman guy. But, um, I, uh, yeah, dude, and I'm really excited about the future. And if anything, that you don't even have to ask, just anything that you guys need as far as like, hey, we want like somebody to do this, even if it's just backup vocals, hit me up. If it's to be in a band, hit me up, you know, because um, I'm completely down. I'm talking to y'all at the table. Um, yeah. No, everybody out there too. If you are listening <laughs> and <laughs> you feel like you can contribute to <laughs> what we're doing here, yeah. like in the music scene, if you want to be a part of it, Reach out. Yeah, by all means. Love yeah. to have I'll you. Do the same thing. The Gadcast House Band is always open to anybody who wants to. Yeah. To be on and yeah. the podcast. And yeah, if you're yeah. passionate about music, or passionate about film, or I mean, you want to make a documentary, let's do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. we just need to. The big thing is just doing stuff, and there's nothing, nothing. <clears throat> More fantastic than doing something and that's creating the, products. Yeah, man. just it's, creating stuff. I mean, that's what we're 
we're all programmed to, to make things. We might as well be making things that are fun. Yeah, and I've always had this yes. weird fear. It's this thing of just get doing, like showing up. I'm like, oh, I have anxiety about that. And then doing something, and I have anxiety about that. But, like, the good thing about being in a band with Adam is he's just like, we're showing up, we're doing this. And then, like, we do it, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's just... That's oh, it. Something Adam talked about before is that you know there's there's so many, there's a lot of people in this area you know that are like they're so good like they're they're so talented but it, they just, there's no evidence of it because mm-hmm. they don't put that creativity into practice. And that's what I did the last ten years, man. That's yeah. I knew yeah. how it is. I, I fell <laughs> off the map completely. Yeah. But but you're coming man, back. I fell in love with it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So hard. I I feel like I'm 18. I feel that passion that I felt when we were first starting out. Yeah. No, it's kind of, in a way, bad. like the passion is there, but it's kind of better because I have a better idea of how to do well, we're shit. More, more talented and we're older, wiser. Yeah. Um, yeah, because back, back We've in, heard more music. We've, yeah. We're more diverse. Yeah, I figured clo- Clover doesn't sound like... Hard rock to me anymore. Yeah. Tree Fort's not a... Uh, Tree Fort's not a yeah. bad college rock job band. <laughs> yeah. Well, for me, it's like it used to be a teen, like teenage. Tree Fort's not cool beans. <laughs> and like now, it's like a No older, misconceptions. You know, it's different. Because um, it's not teenage anymore. It's just raw, like, like pure energy. Middle-age angst. Middle-age <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> angst and like just being stoked which is like a really cool thing yeah well not getting get to the point where you're not worrying about what's cool and what isn't and even if you don't think you don't worry about what's cool mm-hmm. you kind of do up you until still a certain do point, a bit. you know and it, it happens but I, I care even less than i used to about being cool i care more about doing what what we want to do mm-hmm. that's it you know that's and that that makes such a massive difference you know and it's just the the opportunity to be creative with other people that just i mean my creative output would be very minimal if it weren't for other people to be around so the more people you know the more people you can be creative with the more great stuff there can be even if the scene ends up being like kind of like we make jokes about the jacob core movement out here where it's all bands with jacob reagan playing drums <laughs> but but even that yeah, he's though, positive you know he's putting a positive uh thing against and by being a part of all that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. What if we didn't have a Jacob Core movement? Mm-hmm. There wouldn't there there would hardly be any bands because there wouldn't be anybody playing drums for them. Yeah. It'd all be a bunch of acoustic pop punk bands. You know how bad that could be Randy. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 no. <laughs> I couldn't help that one. But but it would but you but you see what I mean though. It could be yes. like having having somebody who's willing to play with the other stuff my skill set is so limited. I don't usually have much to offer, but I can at least, you know, push like zine stuff and things like that to help people, like as far as that goes, and help other people get together. You know, like when Ben Farley came to town to play, he needed a band. Now I got, I got Matthew Harris to play with him, and then Matthew brought in uh, uh, Nate. I forget his name. Uh, False Sons. Oh, uh, just Nate as well. Nate Glenn. Nate Glenn. Nate Glenn. There. Hey, we're mentioning the other people in the Fall Suns now. But we got them to play, and they just jammed with them. They got Mm -hmm. drunk and jammed with them. This this was at Carl's. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. More collaboration needs to happen. That's... Yeah. mm -hmm. Um, 
they're musicians and we out don't, there. We don't realize how much collaboration with like bands we looked up, we look up to. We don't realize how much collaboration there was back then because lots of times we only see a little bit of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But like a prime example is if you like, he mentioned the Germs before, but like if we look back at at the early LA punk scene, you had bands like X, you had like Blasters, stuff like that, and then you see like the Flesh Eaters. Well, I mean the Flesh Eaters, members of X and all those other guys with like just and Blasters with like just another dude singing. Yeah. And that was another whole band making fantastic music. They were spending Christine. all of their free time yeah. making music. All they do is just making music. And, you know, the Flesh Eaters are great. They've got a new album coming out. But, yeah, it's just like, and all, Chris D is just like a writer who, you know, he wrote for Slash Magazine and stuff. And, you know, there he is with this other outlet and playing. And that's what we all could be doing. We could all just be, like, working on all these different projects together. Not just I would recording, love that. but, yeah. Just I mean, I want to make a fucking documentary on... The old days of twelve thirteen. Yeah, and, there was talk about that happening. Did it just not like not happen or? Um, there's a couple of people that stepped forward, but it just never got off the ground. Yeah. But um, they're married, got kids now. Yeah. I think we need to find somebody that has time on their hands for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to. I'll, I'll do some asking around stuff because I think that's something that'd be good. Now I'm. But don't also, ever feel like you're not talented enough. Don't even have that mindset because you need. Don't compare yourself to anybody else who is doing better than what you're doing. Um, you need to only compare yourself to who you were yesterday. Yeah. Are, have, are you getting better than you were yesterday? That's it. You know, progress just yeah. a little tiny yeah. step every day in whatever it is that you love. Be passionate about it and improve, you know, every single day, even a tiny step. And that's what you need to uh, weigh your thoughts on your talent. Exactly. Yeah. Don't think, oh, well, you know, because it used to bother me that Teenage Bottle Rocket hit so hard and big Yeah. when we were doing it at the same time, you know? Kind of get, you just get bitter that yeah. way. Yeah, but just worry about your own stuff, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, you can't, don't compare yourself to others who are doing great things because they're on their own journey yeah mm-hmm. you know and at one time they were having the same conversation you know about what they were going to do next and that goes out to everybody listening you know yeah don't worry about what, I think you should only get inspiration from other people you shouldn't let that you shouldn't let what other people are doing hold you back from doing yeah what you okay do. to be inspired by the people that are doing great things yeah. but if you're you see all of your friends around you uh, getting record deals and going on tours and don't let that make you bitter and say, well, you know, why not me? Yeah. Pity, you know, self-pity. Yeah, no, just just do what you do. I'm just excited to play, and I can't wait for more things like that festival, the art, Punk Art Art Festival, to happen. And I know that we can make them happen. Yeah. And I can't wait for us to. It says okay. something when Aaron Green started to chat with like 20 people on Facebook just to get the setup of the show together, like when you're going to play, your set time, mm-hmm. what instruments you need to bring. And still to this day, we're all still chatting in that little box <laughs> yeah. about yeah. a show that happened a month ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah there's still people in there, though. There's still, just something there. special there, and I think anybody that missed out on that, man, mm-hmm. you're going to really 
want to be a part of whatever happens next because there was just something special in that room and you see the photos and the magic you can see it on the stage but Mm. man there were it was it was a small crowd it was but it was one of my favorite shows of all small enthusiastic very happy crowd like i mean they were I don't mean like enthusiastic as in they were just all dancing all the time either. So, I mean, no, like, God, not even they, dancing. No, because they would have, first of all, they would have died because there was like 11, 12 bands playing. Yeah. <laughs> they dancing all the time. But I then, did almost die. Yeah. Yeah. See? But um. then, but, but they, they, but it was like people who were really interested. Like you look at photos yeah. and you can see like, like some of the photos of like the crowd, like say when we we're playing when nobody was there. But you can see people like sitting at the bar just like looking. Like mm-hmm. they're like, like they're watching TV. Well, that's fine. Yeah. Because they were they were still watching. They weren't outside going like staring at the the road. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Th- those were the same people that came up later and were asking about you know um, how awesome it was that there was an outlet and that they wanted more things like this yeah. to happen. And there needs people to be more for people. So um, I mean, it's it's great, and I can't wait for more shows, and we will find them. There's so there's we'll so many, so many there. creative, intelligent people with so many big ideas and stuff that and those big ideas won't get off the ground unless you uh, meet other people to help you yeah uh, meet that goal yeah uh, for the resources and money issues you know yeah I've, I've really gotten out of the business of I mean obviously if somebody asks me what my opinion is of something I'll tell them but I'm saying I've really gotten out of the business of telling people what I think they're doing wrong or what I think they really should be doing and doing all that outside of like advice on like, like say on the creative side, I don't make suggestions like that unless it's something where it seems like they're, they're wanting my opinion on it. And it's, but what I want to do is I always want to help them move forward with what they want to do. Like, how can I help this person? It means so much to a musician for a fellow musician and friend to come up to them and offer an encouragement yeah, it's like, like I, hey, I, I think what you're doing. If you did this, yeah. think about doing this, you know? Yeah, it's, a, it's always a positive yeah. extra thing. Like, positive you're doing, critique. Yeah. But it's not like, you know, oh, you suck. Yeah, you need <laughs> Why to change you... genres. I'm yeah. not really sure about yeah. what you're Why doing. Why are you doing now? this? You, no. should, you should actually be doing this. Yeah, it should be, it should be more about helping, uh, helping the person reach their goals not trying to help you're not trying to make all the bands sound like what you want the bands to sound like you're trying to or not just bands i'm talking about art in general mm-hmm. but like help that person become the best whatever it is they are and don't be afraid to reach out to your friends and mm-hmm. yeah uh email them and go like hey i need help i need a drummer or help hey can you come over and do this track with me yeah you know don't be afraid to just write them in the middle of Middle of the day, throw them a Facebook yeah. message, man. Well, I'm telling you, when you have somebody and you're all friends and the whole scene's working together, well, you don't even have to be friends. But when you're all coming on, kind of no, on the same, don't. when you're all on the sort of the same page, it the your 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 skin kind of doesn't have to be as thick anyway. Because mm. like when somebody talks shit about you, you kind of like know. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Well, I'm not offended. Like you know, I say. Like, you know, I've, I've said mean stuff about a lot of people. Like, I'm, we were talking about J.W. here was worried that I might have said mean things about Aaron in the yeah. last episode. And then, like, whether or not we edited them out. And I didn't remember saying anything too mean. But I was thinking, like, whatever it is I said that was mean, I'm sure Aaron could take it. Because I'm sure I've said Nothing you wouldn't say to him. Yeah, y'all have been friends for yeah, a long sure, time. Yeah, I'm sure whatever it is, he's probably heard worse from me and vice versa. So and plus, that's your sense of humor. Yeah. Like, 
but it just always has been. But it would, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And he and he would have gotten like the the worst version of it. So, nineteen-year-old <laughs> Adam was even less charming than forty-year-old Adam. So, so uh, yeah, I would like to get into DeLorean and go back and see you in those days. Oh, I got the photos. I think some of them actually might be on my Facebook page. I need the sound bites of, of his of his sick burns. <laughs> glad there's not too much audio recording of that time. <laughs> got a lot of stuff, a lot, a lot of shit haunting me. <laughs> so you have the those cassettes I brought you that has our brain drainer stuff that we yep. did. Yep. Um, if you, do you have the anything to put that on, uh, like online for me? Yeah. Uh, actually, um, would you like Andy to make you a, a CD it. on it? Yeah. He can burn it onto a CD for you before you before you go. Or send it to me online yeah. whenever you want to do. Whatever's easier. Whatever's yeah. easier. Yeah. And I mean, they're, um, they're mostly harmless. Or they're you right. actually have mostly harmless stuff, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got that online, I believe now. Yeah, some of them. Yeah. I'm gonna put some NC17 stuff up this weekend. I think I'm gonna say like, uh, Randy was once emo <laughs> yeah, for a brief period. Check out love, this stuff. I would love it. If, if you ever want to do like physical copies on kunaki or whatever we could help throw in on that or something sometime yeah we'll, we'll slap we'll slap a murder boy music logo on there put you on yeah. a label <laughs> rep it murder boy i actually have an idea for um a record label called uh rapid release Ooh, that's a good that's a good label rapid releases maybe or yeah make it uh, rapid release records i don't know yet but i thought you know kind of like a pain pill you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. rapid release <laughs> hey, how are we going to end this episode of the podcast? How um, going? Well, I was going to say, uh, do you guys have any final thoughts? Anything you want to cover? Uh, Why, are you going to kill me? <laughs> <laughs> any last words? <laughs> last words? How do you want to do this? Um, I think there was I don't a lot die. more I wanted to say that I just forgot to say this time. Oh, that happens. But I promise you. But I think there's going to be a lot more of these to come. We'll definitely have you back on. Yeah, anytime I appreciate you want to be on, yeah, if you want to be on, on next week, you can be on next week. Yeah. 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 We'll maybe, go buy more maybe records. Maybe I will. Yeah. I'll become a uh, main member. Yeah. I, we, <laughs> we, we really don't mind that. We that's, really, that, that's totally We try awesome. to encourage other people to come on, and mm-hmm. you're the, so far, you're the, are you, is he the only one who's been on here twice? Yes. Yeah. You're the only guest to be on here twice. We scared that, everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll bring somebody with me next time. We need, like, we need to get uh, uh, Aaron, Aaron on here sometime. Yeah, bring like. Aaron, bring uh, Jeremy Ponder. Do it. You know? Yeah, anybody would Dude. be great. All right. Any thank you guys. Time? Yeah, thank you guys for having me so much. I enjoyed seeing you once again and talking to everyone out there. Yes. Because... Uh, I've been wanting to be a part of a podcast for a very long time. Maybe I'll get mine going soon. Say, Maybe keep, you guys can help me get yeah, mine going. Keep coming out here. Exactly. And that. So that goes back to what we were talking about before. Yeah. Helping each other out. And you can keep so. doing the crossovers if you start your podcast. Yes. We can. That, that'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> you, you guys are my guest on my podcast. Exactly. <laughs> that'd be great. Man, totally. this sounds like so much fun. All right, wrap it up, brother. All right, well, last Wrap thoughts. it up. Wrap it up. Rabbit Randy Rabbit. <laughs> All right. Well, um, uh, after uh, this talk with Rapid Randy, we're gonna give a rapid release. So, guy cast out. <laughs> Speed. <laughs> we can have a good time. We can have a good time. We can have a good time. You ready?
time.